g'day, 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 and this is a special episode of Cheese Biggies. It's the uh, Bumblebee review. I'm the Chad, as always, but I'm joined with uh, Wojak. We just... You just saw Bumblebee. Well, fucking yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, honestly, I think they should have led with that movie. Fuck the other five. They should have led with Bumblebee and then went into the other movie. It's... Because it's, it's, it's such a better movie. It's the movie we've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah. I've heard reviews leading up to it um, that it was the movie that we that the fans Everyone's have been wanted. waiting for. Yeah. And I listened to this one podcast that the guys were talking, and they basically said they've been waiting for this movie since the um, Transformers, the movie in nineteen, the animated movie in nineteen, <laughs> yeah. whatever that was. Eighty-seven, I think it was. Eighty-seven. Which is another is something they did in the movie. They made Bumblebee set in nineteen eighty-seven. Fuck, I did it, and then they played You Got the Touch. And they played You Got the Touch. I don't want to go, I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't think there's really much you can spoil in the movie. Yeah. Because there's no real big surprise yeah, cameos, yeah. everything's in the trailer. Yeah. But it's, it's the Transformers movie that. Oh, is, absolutely. Oh. And, and it puts, it kind of puts Michael Bay in a corner because he come out and said, we couldn't do. The G1 looking Transformers on screen. It wouldn't look right. Bullshit. He was he was adamant they couldn't do it. And they've done it in this movie and he looks like a goose now. Like he absolutely does. looks like a goose. There was no reason why. They looked amazing. Cybertron looked incredible. Okay, and that is a way to start a Transformers movie. Yeah. The, that opening chunk of yeah. on Cybertron. Cybertron. Yeah. And then it's a perfect little cold open. Yeah. And then it takes us to Earth. Um, the relation like it had more heart than yeah. any of the Michael Bay ones as well that's a point I was going to bring up too there was more heart in Bumblebee than the other five combined and you had you know Bumblebee and a human protagonist like yeah. the way that they had in the original uh, like yeah. in the Michael Bay one with uh, Bumblebee and Shia LaBeouf, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Haley Steinfeld just uh, basically stood over and kicked the shit out of uh, Sam Witwicky. Yeah, Witwicky looks childish that's in comparison. And, and, well, and that's the other thing too. That scene with Bumblebee in the house by himself, yeah. which was shown in the trailers, like trying to be sneaky and trying to be quiet. Yeah. That scene in the Michael Bay movie would have been ridiculous. Exactly. And it was. it was when they had Optimus and the rest in of the backyard stumbling over things and then Optimus going, my bad. No, no, Optimus wouldn't say my bad. You had the whole characterization of Optimus wrong from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think another thing that was great about it, it was written by a woman. You can tell it was written by a woman. Yes. Because there's less of this macho bullshit that normally goes on. And the only macho character was... Um, Jay Chena. I I still couldn't see him in the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was great in it. I heard yeah. people saying that he was, his character was a little um, removed, like he was from another movie, but I thought he fit. No, I thought he fit, yeah. I thought Perfectly. Fit. I thought um, all the characters fit. Um, he didn't, he wasn't a cardboard cutout military type. He kind of had a sense of humour. Yeah. He said some <laughs> funny things. He kind of chipped people. So it's... Yeah, I thought it, John Cena played a good part. Yeah, we, oh, fucking Cena. Um, everybody, I think everybody across the, the board was good in it. Mm. Um, yeah, the writing was fantastic. And you could see because it was it had the main female protagonist uh, 
and it was written really well for her. Even there was no, there was a love interest, but they didn't push the love interest yeah. home. Like, there's a moment in these type of movies where it ends in a certain way with that, yeah. but it doesn't do that. It skews that and it pushes it on its head. Yeah. Uh, but that beginning in Cybertron, hearing, seeing Gen 1, uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. Hearing Peter Cullen. Yeah. Seeing, seeing Shockwave as oh. as sort of the stand-in leader. Seeing um, all all the Seekers, seeing all the Seekers spinning around in the air, and and I mean, <laughs> probably for me the best the best one was probably Soundwave. Seeing him eject Ravage out of his chest to attack was just they, awesome. And it looked exactly. That's why, as you said before, Bay has got. His foot in his mouth. Yeah. Because they were all exactly Gen 1. And the ones that had mouths that they would have in the cartoons had mouths. Yeah. And the ones that didn't, a la Optimus Prime, didn't have that weird little pussy face that he had in that first movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, 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 and I love it. It's a, it's a prequel to those original ones. So you could sort of... There was elements that kind of connected to the original uh, yeah. movie but it's also a, a reboot yeah. and they could take this from on, uh, from this point on and yeah that's right redo the entire series yeah. um, with the looks of the characters as the gen 1 ones and um, the other thing was the special effects yeah it wasn't a like in the the Michael Bay ones the fight scenes just looked like a mess. You couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah, it was you, so busy and intricate. And, yeah, You could tell it, this was busy and intricate, but it, you could still tell who was throwing the punch and where the punch yeah. was landing. Yeah. And even the transformation scenes looked more like a car transforming into a robot than twiddly little fucking twists and yeah. turns and bolts. Right. And then just, it was just way too, the original ones were way too... Uh, intricate and over the top. Yeah, I, I think the original movie designs were too. They're too complex. I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. It's it's almost like they took a page out of H.R. Giger's book and tried to make the most complex looking. Yeah, it robotic was, creatures they could possibly make instead Not of that he's just known for robotic stuff. But yeah, instead of just streamlining it back and making them as uh, they were still. In that opening sequence, you see like Optimus. It looked like an updated kind of version, uh, with a yeah. few more little intricate tweaks than the cartoon version. But yeah. it still looked. As soon as you saw it, you knew it was Optimus. It was genuine, rigid oh. Gen One Optimus Prime, and he looked amazing. I mean, just he, hearing that fucking voice. Yeah, I mean, and they're going to have an issue when when Cullen dies because. Oh, don't hey, say hey, no, don't put that in the world. <laughs> but everyone dies. That's yeah. what happens. So it's going to be interesting to see what, how they're going to get around that. There, there'll be a the voice alike. There'll be a voice alike that will probably take over, well, yeah. or they will. They'll um, be able to sample his voice enough to make to oh, make it. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Or they hey. could probably just retire Optimus. Well, that's another thing. I was. I'd hope that they would do is. The issue that shit me as a Transformers fan is that they never move the bloody story along. It's all they're always dragging Optimus back into it. They can't let the poor dude die. Yeah. He died and then they brought him back. Well in the like in the original 
animated series that killed him off in the movie, was it straight away that they brought him back after the movie into the show, or was there uh, a little bit of a break? It wasn't straight away, but it was it was a bit convoluted and a bit forced. Because in um, when they killed him off in like whatever the movie, the live action movie, they yeah. killed him off and brought him back in the same movie, and also they made uh, his death insignificant. Where mm-hmm. you've got a Optimus's death is going to kick you in the balls. Yeah. It's going to rip you rip your heart out it's going to make grown men cry that's what it needs to be Uh, I've heard that there was a uh, Megatron scene in this movie but they had to cut it for time and it was going to be the Gen 1 version so hopefully that hopefully that had been Frank Welker doing that nasally high pitched (laughs) uh, bitch Megatron voice (laughs) (laughs) yeah just seeing him just Belittling Starscream would be amazing, ah, and that was uh, so at the in the start when they when they come straight to Earth and Bumblebee fights was that no no that wasn't Starscream. Everyone jumped out of their skin when they first saw that image, but it's not Starscream. Right. Okay. Firstly, it's a triple changer, which is different, and the other the, because that triple changer and the other triple changer are new characters. The, the two that are voiced by um, Angela Bassett and um, Justin Thoreau are okay. uh, the two. Um, I can't remember their names. I was going to have it all written down, yeah. uh, have me little notes, but I, <laughs> I didn't print them off today. Just wang it. Um, Just wang it. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the two of them were the new characters, but they yeah. felt like... Established. Yeah. Established characters. Yeah. Because they're... I don't know if it's the voicing or just the characterization. I'm not really sure, but they, they felt like they had gravity. They didn't yep. just feel like they were slid in there. Like in the previous movies, they had just some dopey characters that they just put in there and you were just expected to go, oh yeah, they've been around forever and you know they haven't. And they were, and the characterizations of the characters were uh, cliched or sometimes downright racist yeah. in the original ones yeah. where um, this, I knew it was Angela Bassett because you can hear Angela Bassett in it, but you couldn't hear Justin Theroux. No, I couldn't, no. Uh, so he was doing a different type of voice, which lent, I think, lent to them feeling more established. Yeah, true. Because um, you don't want some goofy voice that you can go, oh, yeah, that's that's Jennifer Aniston. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just picturing the Transformer with uh, her voice. Uh, <laughs> like, okay. Uh, I'm like... Cross, <laughs> cross. Oh, fuck, that'd be so... <laughs> That would happen in a Michael Bay one. Yeah, it wouldn't that, happen in this one. That's, yeah. I think it probably will. Uh, I'm just trying to... There's, there's, there's so much. Um, I mean, yeah. It's it's a great... I, I think, yeah, it's obviously the best uh, Transformers movie that they've made. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's the best since the animated movie. Yeah. Um, which, it hasn't got a high bar to go against. Not really, no. But it, it was an amazing movie in its time. The voice acting it had in it, it it really, um, because the Transformers were still very fresh and still had such a massive following. Yeah. When it came out, much like the He-Man movie when it came out, (laughs) it was a massive deal. People, kids were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. The um. So it lives long in everyone's memory, of course. It. And it works, like, it just works so well. Like, hopefully this does really, really well. Yeah. That it starts a whole new and a whole new series and they go from this point and give us 
a new trilogy or a new set of movies with these yeah. characters, even if they are if they are just Bumblebee sequels, but they have the overarching storyline of yeah. the the war yeah. on Earth now. Um, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Or you just redo Transformers. I think it's. Yeah. I mean, they could do that. Although the, gonna, the, the already, last heard was not long ago. Yeah, but they they already have planted seeds to go back to the the first movie by having Bumblebee change his appearance into the Camaro. Um, yeah, and I mean, they've. I like the end scene with Bumblebee and Optimus. Yep, but they kind of they're foreshadowing the the other movies now. The only thing with that is. The time, yeah. The day uh, because the movie set in nineteen eighty seven, and the first movie. Where if you take with the first movie, when they two thousand and seven, two thousand yeah seven, so twenty years difference. They, that's when they uh, Optimus and that come. Yeah. So, they'd have to leave and then maybe come back again. Yeah. So I so, think that's yeah. that's the way that they I think are distance distancing this movie from the original they're yeah. doing little nods to make you go okay it's kind of like what you remember yeah but keeping the time so far apart yeah. that they can go on their own way and hopefully it it washes the bad the, those movies bad taste out yeah. of our mouths see I that's actually a good point I think they could really have a more low key kind of espionage movie now yeah, because we've they've done the ridiculous over the top Optimus riding a friggin' dinosaur. <laughs> it's practically jumping the shark. That stupid shit. Yeah. So, oh, and I want to see him actually jump a transforming shark. Yeah. Uh, well, the shark decons. The shark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now it actually when you, uh, when you said before, it just reminded me of Bay saying that. They couldn't do the Gen 1 ones because it wouldn't work. I think he's also said that they couldn't do um, uh, fucking Awesome Wells. Unicron. Unicron. They yeah. couldn't do Unicron. It was it was too too big. Or they couldn't do it. Well, I think the movie just proved that they can do Gen 1, so they probably could do it. They, they could. It'd, it'd be a last movie type yeah, thing. Yeah. But, but he's also... That's, that's another stupid thing he said because... He's, if he's complaining about Unicron being too massive to do, what do you call all the combiners and the Dinobots and all? They're massive. They're not world massive, but they're still massive. Yeah. They destroyed whole cities. And how can you go? Oh no, Unicron's too big. Like that. It's that's a cop. You'd think you'd think for him that Nothing's Unicron too would big. be would what they would go for. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I think the movie did really well was it played on uh, 80s nostalgia enough yeah. and didn't force it down your throat. It, yeah. Like, it was enough and they played it to elicit... Like, it, it was nostal- yeah, it was a nostalgia done right. Yeah. I think the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, that's some great music on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's... Oh, it's... Uh, and, it's, yeah, it's just it's fucking good. It, yeah. I was expecting to enjoy it, but I wasn't expecting it to come out with a smile on my face and as enjoying it as much as I did. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it'd be good. I didn't think it'd be as good as it is. That's fine. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Ah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um... Fuck, what's that? I 15 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> it's, uh, um... Yeah, I think... That, I, I think that's it. 
I think we're going to have a short one, a little short uh, review. I think if you're a Transformers fan, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you're um, a fan of those original movies, you'll watch this and yeah. you won't be able to watch those original ones. No, because they just look terrible in comparison. Uh, yeah, I think uh, if you're just a fan of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hayley Steinfeld is... Top notch. Top notch. I think she's yeah. uh, probably... Besides, like, the high-level and high-quality transformering that we get in the movie, yeah. she is the, the standout in that, that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you actually, I, like, it makes you honestly believe that she was standing in front of Bumblebee most of those times. Yeah, yeah. And you had a real connection. Yeah. So, True. there was one bit of the writing which I, you know, there's the stuff that happens throughout that kind of foreshadows a bit that happens towards the end yeah. and when there's a bit that happens and I was like okay this oh this is going to come into play later yeah and it did yeah that's my only negative yeah right but they had to they had to they had to pay that little thing off that yeah. they that they did but it was kind of like uh, yeah I saw her doing that jump like yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah well, yeah but it was a it was a character it was a character moment and uh and I think it was, it worked to that point yeah. that the payoff was worth. Yeah. It's not, it's, and it's not a big deal. I'm not I'm beating around the bush. I just don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, like, it worked to that point, and it, um, it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. When it definitely. happened, yeah. Um, it was for a good reason. It wasn't yeah. just a throwaway like they would have done with bait. Yeah, yeah. And then, he, would have, he would have had her jumping sharks all day long. Yeah, well, the, that whole undercurrent of the, the fear and the loss and, and that that's in the movie hmm. wouldn't be there at all. Oh, no, because he's not smart enough to do something as emotionally involved as that. The movie, like, uh, there's a... Her, uh, Hayley Stifle's character, Charlie's um, stepfather, Ron... Um, it would have been Ron the entire time. Yeah, that's right. It would have been Ron. And even he has a little redemption towards the end, <laughs> and he's and he fucking looks like a Ron too. You know, yeah. <laughs> like that beard. That oh. looks very eighties. Yeah. Yes, he's dressed eighties. It's, it's awesome. So we've seen Bumblebee. I think next. I think next we're gonna do Into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, gotta see that, which I've heard is the best Spider Man Spider Man movie. Yeah, Ever. I've heard a few people say that it's great. And uh, talks to fishes, Aquaman, Aquaman, Man, which I think that comes out next week. Yeah, I think that comes out next week. I think it comes out Boxing Day, so um, we we'll have to do those. We we'll have to watch those and and do little our little uh, Chad and Woj watch a movie, <laughs> <laughs> watch a movie and give their opinion. Yeah, and everyone uh, goes, "Shut up, you crap." <laughs> so yeah, that. Um, I think that's it. Go and see Bumblebee. Yeah, just do it. I give it. I give it five. I give it five. Five Autobots. <laughs> I'll give it three and a half. Shia Boves. Oh wow, that's a high scale. If anyone high. knows Shia Boves, that's a high scale. Yeah, because you, normally you would only get like a, a one, that's not right. even a half Shia LaBeouf. You won't even get a half. Um, or, or you'd get one that would sit in a movie, a movie theater, and watch his movie and so, cry right? at the appropriate time and and laugh at the inappropriate time and yeah. The only thing, the last thing I'm going to say about this is I want Michael Bay's fingers well away from it. If yeah. he's producing, fine, but produce from a distance. Yeah. I don't want your face. I don't want your fingers. <laughs> I don't want your garbage anywhere and out around it. 
Uh, fuck off. Keep your explosions to yourself. Go and make military movies because that's pretty much what you do. Yeah. And what you do really well. They're the best parts of any of his movies. Where it's a big, hard, dick-waving, with a flag (laughs) through the pee hole uh, (laughs) type things. Stick to that. Leave the Transformers alone. Because they're more than meets your eye. (laughs) And I can't, I can't. Yep, that's it. Bye. (laughs) And that was it. That was our Bumblebee review. Thanks, Bojack, for joining me and seeing the movie and talking about it. I know you're a big... He's a big Transformers fan, and we're going to get him in again in the future to talk uh, toys and uh, 80s cartoons and everything. I just wanted to say uh, the anti-social media part... You can write us an email at cheersbigearspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at cheersbigpod, Instagram at cheersbigearspod, and uh, on Facebook at cheersbigearspodcast. And you can also follow me, the Chad, on Instagram at the Chad's Rad. Um, and you can get the episode wherever you get your podcasts, besides Google Play, uh, Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. Just search Cheers Big Ears and. Uh, there you go. That's all you need to do. Uh, and as always, uh, just rate and review. It really would help. It gets us moved up in the things. Uh, and I like to hear what people think about the show. So thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll have a longer normal episode next week. And until then, cheers, big ears. Transformers! Robots in disguise! Transformers! Transformers.